Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Mosaic Life Podcast. My name is Trey Kaufman. Today's introduction is going to be slightly different, but I'm still going to try to keep it brief. I am so thankful to have been given the opportunity to create this podcast with Ernie back in 2019, and thankful that I've been able to carry it on for almost 150 episodes. These conversations have been everything to me, and they've introduced me to some of the most incredible human beings I've ever had the chance to meet. Some of you might see where this is going. All good things, as they say, must come to an end. And I'm choosing to bring this good, this great chapter in my life to a close in June. I've learned so much about lifestyle design, happiness, and demanding the best for myself that I've decided that it's time I step away to focus on the doing. I feel called to still create but in shorter form and on different mediums. I've started doing that a bit with Bits of Happiness, but that will likely shift as well. I see so much potential in short form of video content that I'd like to try my hand at creating for platforms like Instagram and TikTok more regularly. Now, this is all still very much in the planning stages, but before I dive in head first, I want to bring Mosaic Life podcast to the graceful and dignified close it deserves. The podcast will end after 150 episodes, with episode 150 being released on Tuesday, June 7th. And while I'll no longer be releasing new content on this podcast, all of the episodes and the website will remain live for the foreseeable future. I'll have more details, thoughts, and feelings in the weeks to come, but for now, I wanted to make the announcement and share the why with you, those who have supported this creation for so long. One of my favorite parts of having hosted this podcast was hearing from people from all over the world about how they found it and what conversation resonated with them, which is exactly how I met my guest today. Barbara reached out to me from Switzerland a while back, thanking me for the meditations we created early on. She and I have stayed connected, and now, to her absolute credit, she is helping her own clients transform their lives. Barbara Kern is based in the beautiful Swiss Alps, which is her happy place. As a world traveler, she calls many places her spiritual home, amongst others, Argentina, Mexico, and Bali. Barbara worked in marketing communications for over 25 years, which of she owned and managed a boutique agency for 17 years. In 2017, she decided to make her passions her life. Since then, she has been certified as a yoga teacher, Thai yoga, massage therapist, and has studied slings, myofascial training, and body reading. Barbara is very passionate about everything she does, and she graciously shares her story. She doesn't see herself as a guru, but as a life guide and friend. Barbara fluently speaks Swiss German, German, English, Spanish, and French. Besides scuba diving, Barbara is a passionate skier since the age of two and loves hiking in her beloved Swiss mountains. She is an avid photographer, a foodie, and lives life to the fullest. Barbara is an inspiration to many, and I'm so thankful to call her a friend. Please welcome to the podcast, Barbara Kern. Barbara, hello. How are you? Hello, Trey. I'm very good. How are you? Oh, I am doing great. I'm so excited to talk with you. I've been thinking about this conversation, and it's just the way we met. It's, um, well, I guess, it's it's flattering for me because you're across the world and 
you 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 found the podcast because well you found it through the meditations that the podcast used to offer but i mean ultimately you became a fan of the podcast which is absolutely incredible and through it uh, i i am lucky to be able to say that you found some great resources in in the guests that i've had on here and now you yourself are i mean i'm sure you've always been doing amazing things but since the time i've known you you've done incredible things and you're only doing more as we continue to go on so i'm so excited to have this conversation with you well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm excited too to be on here after I started listening to the meditations in, during lockdown 2020, and I got really hooked and I still listen to them. Um, very, like, it's always a joy to, to hear Ernie's voice and how he does it and what he says. It still resonates a lot with me. And, and of course, also having listened to your podcasts with other people and been inspired by so many talks. Um, yes. And, and I, I found actually my coach through your podcast, which has been amazing. I've been working with yes. Gary Mahler since October last year, and it has just um, catapulted me in a complete new level of being. So that was I'm amazing. So ex- I'm so excited to hear that. I mean, Gary is just a, he's a wonderful human being. And I've only had really the one conversation at length with him. And it was just unlike any other. And I'm so thankful for that. And the fact that you were able to find him through the podcast and I mean, just that he was able to, or has been transformative in your life. It's, it's incredible to me. And I, 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 of course don't take credit for that, but I'm, I'm so glad that that connection was able to be facilitated through this. And I mean, let's just, let's start there. I mean, talk to me about why you felt the need or you felt the call to connect with Gary and, you know, the work and the changes you've made in the time since you've started working with him. Well, I listened to his podcast, I think it was last year in June, I was out hiking, and then he started talking about Japan, and this temple that he entered and the experience that it created with himself. And I've been to this temple um, in 2008 with my parents. Um, so I, I, I knew the location and I knew exactly what he was talking about. And I got goosebumps, literally, I got goosebumps while I was walking. I don't know, like, okay, um, I need to check out this guy's website. And then it resonated <laughs> even more so. And I've been kind of, you know, when you, when you know that you've done a lot of growth and, and you feel that you're on the right path and, and things are all coming together, but there's still that tiny piece of not really feeling that you've hit your full potential and you know that Mm. there's more to explore, but you kind of like, you like this and you like that. And I have so many interests. It was really always difficult for me to pin myself down to kind of one thing and go with it. And then I just felt like Gary is the guy that I want to have a conversation with. And then through you, I got in touch with him and it was literally love at first Zoom site. Um, And he saw me like we were probably talking for three to five minutes. And I already I already felt like he sees me like nobody else has ever seen me. And that was such a comforting thing on one hand, but also wow, now we're, we're on, on the path that I've been trying to find for so long. And it, it, it kind of just really fell into place. And, and, you know, being with him once a month is like spending probably a couple of weeks or a month with someone else where the outputs are so incredible. He's really helped me unleash that, that innermost part that I knew was there that I saw, but just wasn't able to transform and bring it outside. And now so much has happened since Um, I kind of relaunched my business. I've been working as a yoga teacher um, before for about, the last three, four years, but I always felt like I want to have more of an impact 
on the people that I work with. And so I realized that I, I do not want to do the group thing anymore, which I love the tribe and getting together, but human beings are so unique and everybody has something to offer to the world. And I just felt like, because I've gone through so many things and, and I felt like, yes, I want to bring this across and I would like to work with people one-on-one. And so, um, I took, um, um, a three month sabbatical. I went to Mexico at the beginning of November. I traveled around for three months. I early on in my trip, I did the open water dive course and I've been hooked on diving since. And it has literally opened up a whole new universe to me. Um, being in the stillness with uh, a world that you only get to see when you go to an aquarium, but it's not just not the same, you know, having these animals that cohabitate and, and just seeing the, the, the beauty of, of the world. And we, I'm living in the mountains. So I literally have mother earth and the mountains right outside my door. So now I'm having both. I have earth mountains and I've got the water and it's just amazing. That's yeah. so incredible. I, you know, I, you've, you've sent me videos, you've sent me pictures in the past and I, I've always been envious. I mean, you, so you're living in Switzerland, correct? Yes. I live in Switzerland. Um, I was born in Toronto. My parents were Swiss. Um, we moved back when I was one year old. I, I grew up in Switzerland. I did all my education here, but there was always this I always had the travel bucket within me. Um, I think it was implemented by my mom. And um, we, as soon as they could afford to travel, we we would go and visit Canada. So I know Canada pretty well, probably better than most Canadians. I haven't been, I have to say, in a very, very long time. So it's long overdue. And, and I just, I love connecting with um, other people, other cultures. Um, I... Was also I also took a sabbatical in 2016. I went to South America, um, Argentina, and Chile. Uh, learned Spanish properly. Learned Spanish. Traveled around, and I just love um, connecting with people and 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 talking to them. And that helps when you speak various languages because you can literally just yes. I can just switch languages, and it's fun. I love it. That's amazing. And you're so good at it too. I mean, in the short amount of time that we've had the opportunity to speak and and go back and forth on what our pursuits and passions are, it's just, it's been empowering getting to know you. And I'm I'm, I'm very, very thankful for that. And I'm extremely thankful that you even reached out the first time. So I I very much thank you for that. Um, You know, you mentioned having many interests and hard, it, it was difficult to pin yourself down. What was it? Because I can certainly relate to that. Um, I generally say, um, you know, as the saying goes, I'm a, I'm a jack of all trades and a master of very few, if not none. And there are times that I, I struggle with that, but there are other times I'm thankful to have such a, a wide variety of interests. What was it about some of the conversations you've had with Gary that allowed you to really pinpoint your focus and where you want to dedicate your life? It was really being in my presence and being a hundred percent myself, which I always kind of was, but then, you know, with society, like if you, if you step outside the rules of society and if you're different, there's, there's always these moments where you, where you feel you don't fit in. Not that, that I wanted to fit in, but it just like, it's difficult when you, when you feel like you're swimming against the stream that you start fitting in or start people pleasing. And, and after you do it, you're kind of mad at yourself because you become someone else that you didn't want to. And the conversations with Gary was really, this is me. Like you like it or you don't like it. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like the conversations that we're having 
And the conversations that I'm having with other people, I'm very open and direct and always coming from a place of respect and from the heart and really being present with, with the people that I'm, that I'm in contact with. And I feel it makes life just so much easier when you don't beat around the bushes, when you're clear and having this clarity of who I am and who, how I want to come across has made things so much easier. And yes, some people fell away. That's okay. That's part of life. Others yes. can come in. And some that might have fallen away, they might come back because maybe they realize, hmm, it's actually not so bad when you're in touch with someone that is very clear in her way of communicating and talking about things. Because when you're trying to please others, you're forsaking yourself. And, and I think that that's what's happening in the world in general. There's so much bullshit going on and there's so much fakeness going on, you know, social media and Instagram. Yes, I do have an Instagram account. Um, I, not a slave of that anymore. Um, last summer, I actually canceled both my Facebook and Instagram, my private ones. I now have a, a business account, Instagram, but I I don't post a whole lot. And if I do, there's always a meaning. And whatever I do, I'm, I'm always trying to bring a message across that life is not about the fakeness that's out there, you know, be yourself and, and be happy with yourself. You don't, we don't have to please everybody. I think there's one person that we need to please and that's ourselves. And then, then you have an inner circle that you um, are in touch with and they know you and they, they love you for who you are. And it's the same way for me with them. Um, we just yes. need, honesty we need directness we no more bullshit you know um and that's what i'm really i'm, I'm being very yeah. very direct also here um that's what i'm i'm trying to bring across and, and also the work i do with my clients is growth is not always easy growth takes time um it takes commitment yeah and it takes someone that holds up the mirror that you can look into it and really start seeing yourself. Yes, to all of that, yes. Um, you bring up so many good points. And the first of which I think is so valuable and important when you talk about, or when we discuss, whenever I discuss self-improvement, you know, actually, it's speaking of social media, I just put a video out on Instagram yesterday talking about how I tend to talk about the fact that I quit drinking um, a few years ago somewhat often, but I want to be careful in that I don't let myself be identified by that. And so I, I want to be careful with that because I, I don't want people to see me as the, the guy who doesn't drink. I want people to see me as the guy who has taken strides to improve his life and that there are, opportunity, there are opportunities for anybody to do so if they want to make small incremental changes because it's, it's important to make changes that are manageable. If you go out and try to do a 180 on your life, it's very unlikely that that's going to stick. And then when you make these changes, you start to see the, I guess, the... Um, the reverberations you have out into the world and that will push some people away and it will attract others. And both of those things are okay. There are going to be people, like you said, who may be pushed away for a little bit by that in this particular instance, perhaps your drinking buddy will no longer see opportunities to hang out with you, but maybe down the line, they realize that drinking isn't adding as much value to my life as it once was. I really like to see what Trey's doing. And I like the impact he's having on this world. I want to learn more about that. There, We need to be careful about who we focus on, to your point. We need to focus on ourselves instead of trying to nurture and maintain relationships that are not going to be beneficial for anybody down the line. And when you're able to realize that, realize that 
things or relationships, friendships, they, they naturally, they, they flow. And then at times they wane, we are able to, to grow and to move forward and to surround ourselves with the people who are going to continue lifting us up. And that is, that is so important to realize. And I'm, I'm so glad that you've gotten to the point where that is the message that you're portraying. And in the work that you're doing with other people, I mean, you're such a positive light in this world, and I'm excited to see you continue to lift other people up and share that same message with them. And I love the fact that you're so, you're, you're blunt about it. You're very, I don't want to say you're in somebody's face about it, but you are, this is how I am. This is how you're going to take me or not. And I'm okay with that because I am so content and happy with where I find myself in this life that I'm moving forward. And if people want to move forward with me, that's great. If not, perhaps I'll see you again down the line. Thank you for your words, for your kind words. I, you know, absolutely we change. Hopefully we, I mean, like if I think back to the last five, if somebody would have told me I'd be doing the work I'm doing now and I have, I'm saying things like, you know, everything is energy. Even your teacup is energy. If, if I, somebody would have said that to me like six years ago, I'm like, what? Are you? No, absolutely not. So I hope that change, only if we change, if we as human beings change, we can bring the change out to the world, you know, and it's in desperate need of change um, with what's going on in the world, which what's been going on for centuries now. There's a shift of, of paradigm of energy moving from a very dominant male, and I'm not trying to be, you know, saying, oh, male is bad and female is good. Absolutely not. Right. But we, we're shifting and we need to shift into more togetherness, sharing, letting each other be with having different opinions. When we're talking COVID pandemic, it has not brought out the best in people. Even though some say, oh, you know, we have taken care of each other. Like when you breach a topic of the pandemic, some people attack you and I'm like, this is my opinion. You know, it's like, let's agree to disagree. Can we do that? And right. if you evolve, hopefully the people surround you um, also evolve. And if they go in the same direction, great. If not, it, it creates space for, for other things to happen and the people that come in enrich your life so much, at least I feel my biggest source of, of information and growth is coming from, first of all, from myself, because I'm open to it, because I connect to source, I connect to my source. But there's so much knowledge we can we can get these days, you know, may it be through books, may it be through seminars that are happening online now because of the pandemic. Hallelujah. No, who would who'd have thought that we're doing that? I mean, I was one right. of those too. Like, no, 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 I'm not doing things online. And and <laughs> the world becomes a village, you know? And even yeah. my heart family, I don't have um blood family anymore. My parents have passed away um 11 and almost 12 years ago. And my heart family lives in Argentina. And right now, the only way for us to communicate is through WhatsApp or Zoom calls. And it's a, they, it's a different culture. And I love that mix of, you know, bringing things together and creating, co-creating. Why do we want to say like, oh, this is bad and this is good and I'm good and you're bad. And no, it doesn't get us anywhere. We have to find a way to agree to disagree and move on and respect someone else's opinion. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. And I don't know, in, in terms of labeling things good or bad, I mean, let's just go back to Instagram, for example. I mean, it is, it is neither good nor bad. It is neutral. It is, and it depends on how we utilize that tool. I, I don't think people necessarily are good nor bad. It's how they wish to view and how they wish to move about the world. And we can make good and bad in every shade in between choices. 
on how we get to experience this life with other people. And I think so much of that, so much about the human experience is learning how to complement each other and how to really do our best to, again, lift people up. And I, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm very much with you because I, right now, I think more than ever, everybody wants to be heard because everybody has a platform and I, that can be, it can be, it's, it can make for very interesting times and it can make for, it can, it breeds this environment where we all feel like not only do we need to be heard, but we need to be right. And there, there's that, there's that itch to want to have people agree with us. And I, that, I think that really polarizes people's opinions. And I, I, I mean, I'm with you. If we, if we can just accept that, hey, Barbara has his opinion. I have my own opinion. Let's talk about it as opposed to disagreeing on every aspect of it. Let's find. Let's see if we can find some common ground and let's see if we can enlighten the other person just a little bit more about what she knows and what I don't or vice versa. That's how we can find that real growth. That's how we can move forward just a little bit more as a culture and a society. But when we're, I don't know, when we put our leaders, um, you know, either the elected ones or the ones that we see in our TV screens on pedestals, and we really take their opinions uh, and their feelings at face value, I, I, I don't know, I guess that's just where we get into that tribalism and that echo chamber and feel like, you know, we have to agree with somebody or else we're not going to have a, a place in this world. Yeah, I'm going to throw out another bold statement. I think please, that please. that need to be right, like you hardly ever see anybody that says, oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. And that's what I'm waiting from leaders political leaders, business leaders, they're, they're covering up their things and then they kind of disappear and then they get a lot of money for disappearing and then they show up three to five years later and make more money. And that just, for me, is, is not a way to show the younger generation how it's done. But what I wanted to say actually is the ones, the people that really always have to be right and need to label things, that to me is also a sign of insecurity, of not really looking inside. Why is this triggering me now? Why do I have this feeling of, of needing to react to it and, 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 and making the other person see that my opinion is right? Um, right. so much, so much is happening in the outer world that people have forgotten to go inside, to really quiet down, to, to start paying attention what our bodies are telling us. I mean, our bodies are just wonder machines, like seriously, um, the more I'm, I'm, I'm getting into the whole, um, mechanics of the body also biologic it's just mind-blowing it seriously is mind-blowing and people have lost their their connection with themselves so if you're not connected to yourself how do you connect with people around you you know that's why in my work I'm 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 working a lot with with breath because and that's what I loved about the meditations um Ernie emphasizing connecting with your breath. And if you kind of lost track and your thoughts are coming back or, or you're, you lost counting, come back to your breath and connect and start realizing what is actually happening and feeling like when I ask people, what do you feel? And they say, I don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? Like really pay attention. You don't need to have an answer within two seconds. Just feel like what is going on when you do energetic movements, where do you feel it in your body and where is it connected? Um, and people are just, they're, they're, they're looking at me as if I'm from another planet. And then once they start getting into it, they're like, oh, I know what you mean now. So yeah, it, it's really, it's, it's, it's so important to come back to ourselves and to build from there. And I moved it into really, the mountains last year 
I've been coming here. This is, was my my parents' vacation home, and it has been my happy place for a very very long time. And and last year I decided, okay, I'm moving here full time. It's been the best decision ever because a lot the quiet is just so great. There's no there's no cluttering my brain. There's it's just stillness, and I love it. And people say, don't you get bored? And I'm like, nope. It's it's wonderful, you know, because you I actually it can actually connect with Mother Earth's energy, and there's no better way. There's just nothing better. That's why we have to take care of our planet. You know, we we should really start paying attention because we're we're kind of destroying our our own lives. You know, we are. Yeah, we absolutely are. Um, I want to go back to something you said a little bit ago that we very rarely hear anybody say, I was wrong. I apologize. You know, I've, it's taken a lot of work, but that's one of my favorite things to say. Not, you know, I'm not trying to take the blame for somebody else, but when I'm wrong, I love, I love to admit it. It really, it feels good. And it's on top of that, it disarms people. Um, You know, if you're willing and able to take accountability for a mistake you made, it, lifts it really does lift you up in most certain in most situations and it allows people to respect the fact that you're willing to make not only make a mistake but admit when you made one and understand that you're going to learn and grow from here i think so much of our unwillingness to take accountability for our actions and this is speculation you know comes from a a, a workplace standpoint where if you're going to admit culpability for something that was done wrong, then you're going to face consequences. Whereas in life and interpersonal relationships, when we're willing to admit that we're wrong, if somebody admits to me that they made a mistake, that you get so much more respect from me than if somebody is going to push off blame to somebody else. Because I used to do that. I used to be the one who would push off accountability to anybody I could. So I did not have to face that blame. And thinking back on it, that's there's a lot of shame in that for me. And it doesn't feel good. So yeah, I think if we could all just have a little bit of better understanding about the way we're moving in this world, the way we are affecting the relationships with others. I think that would be a great starting point for us. But in regard to the world and and connecting and and stillness, I mean, so much of my own personal contentment is just listening and, and trying to minimize distractions and taking time for myself to be outside in nature and I mean, we've never had more distractions in our lives than we have right now. And it's, it's, it can be, it can be deafening. And so that meditation practice, that, that mindfulness practice, just to kind of understand how my toes feel, how my, how my nose feels, listen to the sounds of the birds and the cricket out crickets outside. It's, it's, it's very, very grounding. And I, you know, I live here in the Midwest of the United States, which doesn't have, I mean, it's, it's beautiful, but it's, it's not Switzerland and it's not even, you know, the Western States. So there's always something to appreciate in regard to the beauty when you look out the window. And I think if people started to recognize that and just take a little bit of time to listen to that, as opposed to what's buzzing in their pockets, I think there would be so much more happiness around us. Amen to that. Definitely. And you're always welcome to come visit. Um, it's really beautiful. I would I love mean, to. It's, um, I, I'm also doing part of the the coaching program. I have, I do reset retreats, and I do them here where I live. And there's going to be lots of outdoor activities, either happening in winter time or in summer. Beautiful hikes here. There's lots, lots of water source um, here, which has an amazing energy. And I also do these reset retreats in Mexico. And one morning when I was there in January in Playa del Carmen, um, I had an afternoon dive and I decided I'm getting up real early and I'm going for sunrise to the beach. And it was quiet. And I just sat there and I, I listened to the birds and the wind and the water and and I, I'm always surprised that when people go someplace, not just the beach, anywhere in nature, they always have to bring their music. I love music. 
music is great. You know, it's uplifting. You can dance. You can move around. It helps you in certain situations that you're in. It, it can also soothe you and calm you down. But I don't get it why you're going out in nature and the music is is like there's a huge orchestra and everything is for free and you need to bring your music box and not every first of all not everybody likes the same music and it was right. just great sitting there and 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 feeling the day starting you know slowly people coming for walks with their dog um some would collect some shells or or it was just beautiful and that's that's what i want to do bring people back to themselves and to really connect with that stillness because stillness does not mean nothingness stillness right. actually has such a fullness in it it's the same thing with the breath you know at the end of of an inhale and at the end of an exhale there's this pocket of nothingness and it's not empty it's either the full breath or it's an empty breath but it's kind of that that moment where nothing is happening and it was interesting when i was doing the dive course and the dive master said don't stop breathing and having been doing breath work for quite a long time, that sat in my head that I translated it into fast breathing, which I don't. I don't breathe fast. But when you're underwater and you kind of, right. you know, there's so much to pay attention to. I realized that I was using up so much air and it was so <laughs> difficult to become somewhat buoyant that when I realized that I'm like, Barbara, what are you doing? Like... It's like nobody's stealing your air. Just go slow. And at the end of the trip, I um, got together with a dive master who is also a photographer, and she's made the pictures on my website. And it was an amazing work with with Esther um, White. She's incredible follower on Instagram. She has some amazing work that she does. But anyway, we were we were taking pictures. Um, in the reef in Playa del Carmen, and there's such a huge current. If you if you just get in the water and you don't do anything, you're you're being driven down up up um, stream because the current is so fast. And so we're taking pictures, and I knew like, okay, there's the fish. That's what she wants. I take pictures myself, so I kind of knew what she was going for, and I managed to right. with my breath literally move up and down and put myself into position. And that feeling was just, wow, that's what this is about. This is what breathing is about, that you can actually use your breath to create space and stay still and for a picture, get into position and also really connect with yourself. You know, that was just when I realized that I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. You know, <laughs> That's incredible. Um, that I, I, I guess there's a, a bit of envy. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for you to help your clients find or unlock that same sort of feeling. I mean, what have you already? I guess have you already started? It sounds like you've already started working with clients and you've started planning retreats. I mean, when you work with people, are you? Are you helping them step outside the comfort zone? I mean, what what are you doing to really draw out a person's power when you work with them? I just started my website went up um, about a month ago, and I'm really taking it slow because for me it's important to connect with the people that are ready for that kind of work that are really that have tried so many other things, and that have now come to the point where they're like, yes, this is this is the time to really connect. What I do is definitely take them out of the comfort zone because that's where the magic happens. And also when you keep doing the same things over and over and over, you calibrate your, your brain and your energy to the same life that you've had for so long. And, and it's also that when you're in pain or if something bad has happened and that these things happen to everybody, you know, it's not that it hasn't happened to me. It happens to everybody. 
But the question is, do I stay in victim mode and do I fire up those neurons in my body to connect to always doing the same thing? Or I am I willing to really push myself and, and do something new? Because the outcome is, oh my God, absolutely mind-blowing, amazing. And I think that's where I can where I, I can pick up people and really bring them to that joy of life, trying new things. And of course, you know, traveling is I think traveling is always an amazing opportunity to step outside your comfort zone. Um, you might not speak the language or you, you speak it a little, but the customs are different and and just kind of like trying new things and learning to go with the flow. And then you start realizing that there's abundance happening on every level. So I, I help people and I guide people on not just um, in their careers, but especially in relationships. I think that's the basis for everything. So relationships, may they be, you know, romantic relationships or with friends or family. I think family is a huge topic. Um, your right. private life and your business life, your career. And once you, you are in tune with yourself and you realize that you can create your future, you can create your life. Like Joe Dispenza says, change your frequency, change your life. It kind of sounds how am I supposed to do that? You know, it sounds a bit weird, but it, it works. It actually works. And so that's where I I hope to connect. I will connect with people that want that out-of-the-box coaching because I'm going to challenge people in a loving way, in a non-judgmental right. way, and really listening to where they come from, you know, with lots of empathy, but I'm not going to be, oh, poor thing, um, because the victim mode is not helping you, you know. It, 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 you're, if you're in victim mode, you're stuck in your old life and you won't get out um, unless you have the ability to step outside. And for that, people need help. Because it, it's not happening overnight. And there will be moments where we're like, why am I doing this? This is not working. It's like I've been doing this now for so long and I keep falling into the same tracks. You, it's it, like you have to keep, I'm talking from experience. I've done this. Yeah. So what I'm talking about with my clients, I've been through myself. Yeah, and that's so important. That's what I respect highly about you, about Gary, is that, I mean, you're not selling yourself as a guru. I mean, you were selling yourself as as a coach, somebody who's experienced these things and who's overcome them. Um, in regard to the victim mentality, and I, I've been there. I, I, I certainly have been there, and I used to I used to blame my problems on everybody but myself. And it's it's a I mean it can it's it's simple to say that it's a mindset shift going from something happening to me as opposed to something happening for me. But when you're able to understand that, when you're able to see something as an obstacle, as opposed to something that is intentionally trying to harm you, which is very rarely the case, then you can figure out ways in which you can overcome it, not just overcome that obstacle, but also how you can learn from it and how you can use it to your advantage to grow, to set yourself ahead of your peers, to use it as a way to make yourself stronger. Now, I'm, I'm no coach and I mean, maybe you can weigh in on that, but I mean, when you're able to make that shift in your own mind, that's when the real progress well, for me, was made. And I, so much of that for me personally was the study of stoicism, but that, that people come to it from many different roads and avenues. And I'm, I'm curious what it was for you that allowed you to unlock that for yourself. I think a lot really has to do to find out who you are and be very, very honest with yourself. 
Um, and, and also forgiving, you know, we're not perfect or I, I, when, when somebody says, oh, that's perfect. I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't want perfect because perfect is boring. <laughs> um, it, it, a life is up and down and there's bumpy roads and there's smoother roads. And, and for me, it's really also lovingly embracing. I'm, I am lovingly embracing my shortcomings. I am the creator of my happiness. And yes, when you realize that you, you alone are in charge to create your life and yes, people and things um, complement that. But those that think that if I'm buying a new house or I'm getting this car or I'm going on that trip, then I'm happy. And then they do it. And I'm like, hmm, nothing's changed. You know, it's, it's really yeah. doing something because of if you go inside and not just the feeling it gives you in that moment, it's really diving in and, and, and enjoying and not you're doing one thing, but you're already thinking about the next, you know, and a huge component, which a lot of people forget, especially people in Western countries where we have so much luxury we forget to be grateful for what we have. You know, people are complaining about things and I'm like, well, why are you complaining about that? Shouldn't you be lucky that, you know, you have a house and you, you get to travel and, but it's become such a, um, an everyday commodity that you don't even think about it anymore. Wow. You know, this is great. I don't need a whole lot. For me, my luxury is traveling because, and not yeah. traveling two weeks per year, but going away for three months at a time, which I will be doing again at the end of the year, going back to Mexico and, and, and coming back the richer. Now I can go diving, you know, this is my new passion. And, um, and, and, but when I come home, I'm also grateful to be here that I, I can go skiing. Yes, I have a, a beautiful lifestyle and I'm very, very grateful for that. And, but I also know that if one or the other thing would fall away for whatever reason, you create something new that you feel really content with yourself. Like my parents passed away within... 14 months, the whole thing with when my mom got sick from the time that my, my dad um, passed, he committed suicide and my mother passed away from cancer was two years and a quarter. And I just had somebody ask me yesterday, I think it was, how did you cope with that? And I'm like, I was, I had no regrets. I, I was very grateful for the time that we had. They were my best friends. We did so many things together. So there was nothing that I said, oh, I should have done this. I shouldn't have done. That's what a lot of people do. They, when, when life changes as people, especially when death is happening, oh, I should have done this. Well, it's too late you now. Do it. And, and, and right. also live now. Life is happening now. Don't postpone things to, oh, yes. I'll do this when I have money and I'll do this when I have time and I'll do this when I'm re retired. And I'll do no, maybe you don't have the chance because the one thing we do not have is time. Every moment past is a moment yeah. gone. It, will, it won't come back. It just won't come back. And people are always, they're either living in the past or they're living in the future. Why don't you live right now? Like if you really want to go on that, I don't know, Mayan trail in Peru, do it. Find a way to do it. I had a conversation with my bank guy and he said, oh, my dream is to, to um, drive to Bhutan on my motorbike. How do I do it? I said, you fix up your motorbike, you choose a date, you get your finances ready and you know how long you're going to go. And make sure that you have enough money to do it. And then you go. <laughs> it's not yes. that complicated. <laughs> we create problems. You know, the only, 
the the only place problems exist are is within us. We create them. Well, I can't do that. I have a girlfriend. Well, is, does that mean that you're you're because you have a girlfriend that you cannot go on this trip? Maybe she'll come along for part of it. Maybe you want to be on your right. own and then you meet somewhere. There's always a solution to everything that occurs in life. There's a solution. But you can only find the solution when you're calm, when you can connect with your inner source, when you can go inside and be still and listen what's happening. Yes. Yes. Uh, the I think one of the most important lessons that was taught over the course of a, a two plus year pandemic is that obviously life is very, very, it can be very, very short. Um, and there's no sense in delaying the things that we want to do. And I, I this, this idea of retiring, I, I think maybe it's just personal bias, but I think that idea is kind of becoming sort of antiquated that we wait until we're old and feeble to live our very best lives. That, that's silly to me. And I think it sounds like it's silly to you because we have, we have fingers crossed or thankfully or whatever you want to call it. We have health now and we have, we are able to make time for ourselves now. And if we're not, then we need to change our circumstances so that we can. And I think when we start to really demand the best for us, not just ourselves, but for our time. And we're able to live, like you said, not in the future, not in the present. The only time we have is now live right now. That's when we can start to find that, that true contentment and happiness. And I, I mean, when you see the world and you see people around you, you know, dying from, from COVID or old age and, people having their regrets on their deathbeds of, of not doing enough to experience life. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, if that's not a wake call, I, I really don't know what else could, there could be. I, I think we were not necessarily fortunate to have gone. I guess we're fortunate to have survived the prior two years because now we know what is truly important to us and we can prioritize that. At least that's my hope for, for most people. And it really sounds like, I mean, you're doing so well and I'm, I'm so excited for you and I'm, I'm so happy to that we've been able to connect and and I've been able to watch you as through your personal journey and your personal growth. I mean, it's, you are demanding, you're the epitome of demanding the best for yourself and I, and I, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, yes. I definitely um, demand the best of myself. And, and But the thing is, I believe a lot of people won't, to change and 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 they try various times and then they fail no they don't fail it doesn't happen right away because for me failing is when you don't try that's a thing if you try and it yeah. it doesn't work out the first time don't give up usually the things that don't work out push you to dig deeper and then you find something that you never ever thought i mean when i decided i was going to mexico if it was possible um, with restrictions and whatever, I decided I need to do something out of my comfort zone. And that was obviously learning how to dive. And I tried that when I was 16 in the Maldive Islands and I was completely in over my head. And it was just a, you know, a, a discovery two hour thing. And I'm like, oh my God, that was, no, it's like, the thing is when you, and I'm using the F word, when you, fuck up, you fuck up. You're, you can pay with your life. So it's not just, yeah. Oh, I'm doing this. You know, like you really have to be serious about it. And I, the course was four days long. And every morning when we drove to the cenote to get started, she was telling me what we're going to do. And I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, Holy crap. What did you get yourself into? You know, it's like, <laughs> really? I now need to have take off my mask and, 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 and exchange mask with my dive mask. Oh my God, we're underwater. You know, it's like, I cannot open my eyes. And, and every day I'm like, calm, like you can do this. Just breathe. You know, if you need yeah. an extra two, three, four breaths, take the time to do it. Don't rush into it. It has opened up a complete new world that I never, ever expected. And if somebody would have told me, you're going to be hooked. I mean, I had a, I had a coaching <laughs> session with Gary in November 
I was like, it was, I think it was the first day of the dive course. And I told him, you know, it's really great, but not that I'm going on dive vacations. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I was back home, not even a week. The first day skiing, I'm like, hmm, I think I would love to go diving somewhere in spring. So I'm going to Egypt in May for a week with my best friend. <laughs> that's, that's that's how much I'm not going on a dive vacation. Um is looking and it's like and there's other things it doesn't have to be so big it can be i don't know there's whatever whatever your heart loves i always ask people that are stuck like what makes your heart jump what yeah when you do it you don't think about the time passing you don't think about i need to make money that just makes you happy. That gives you that feeling of being a kid again, because that's the other thing than stepping out of those comfort zones is becoming the kid again that we all were, that we completely forgot. You know, it's like when you ask people, what did you want to do yes. when you were a kid? I don't know. Then think about it. I mean, I, I sometimes have to think too, but it's just that when you just, when you don't care, what what it looks like, what other people think, you just do it because it feels great. And that's what I wanna yeah. that's what I wanna bring back to people when they work with me, that they have that joy, you know. I don't care what it looks like. It's like if you don't give a F what other people think, <laughs> that is freedom. Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I, I absolutely could not have said that better myself. Barbara, I thank you. Thank you for connecting with me last year. Thank you for staying connected with me. Thank you for having this conversation. And of course, thank you for I don't, bringing so much light to people's lives and your clients' lives and the people around you. I, you're making a tremendous impact in the world. And that's, as we've discussed at length, that is something that we need right now. So I'm, I'm so thankful for everything that you're doing. Um, before I let you go, I do have a few closing questions that I'd like to ask you. Um, as I mentioned, I, I always want it to be as big of a resource for my guests as I can for, I mean, as, as you have been for me. And I, I uh, th- that, th- that, that benefit has been lengthy um, in the conversations that we've had. So I, I want to ask if you were, if you could tell me what you were looking for to continue your personal growth or your professional growth, what resources would that be in case somebody across the world is listening and they say, Hey, I can help Barbara out. Before I answer that question, I want to give back a huge thank you to you for your work that you've been doing. I mean, um, it's amazing the people that you had on the podcast, the, the the enrichment it has been to my life, and I'm sure to many, many other people too. And I'm really super happy that we managed to connect and have this hour-long conversation. So my heart is full, really full today, um, and huge, huge thank you. And I do hope that even we're six hours apart and on two continents that we'll keep in touch. And one day we'll meet in person. Who yes. knows? But to your question, Absolutely. for makes, me, yeah. it's really, the, I think the biggest resource that we all have is connecting with like-minded people because we can learn so much from conversations with, with people that are on a growth path um, because every story is different exchanging experiences is huge and having that that feel of being part of a tribe whether you you see each other or not or you're in touch on a regular basis or not so i that is my biggest thing and of course i always for me it's books going to seminars workshops and retreats and do online work and i'm always i always have my eyes open um what comes next you know that is, that is, but for yes. me, it's really connecting with people and, and hearing their story and, and, and learning from them, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. And on the subject of books, that leads me into my next question. If you could name one book that's just had a profound impact in your life over the course of your life, what would that book be and why? 
it, that is a very difficult question, but I I have one that really <laughs> that really open up um, doors like doors in my mind, and that's the Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. He, I had to read this book for um, three hundred hour yoga teacher training that I did in Bali uh, in summer two thousand and eighteen, and the first chapter, I'm like. What is he talking about? Energy, energy? Like, I don't get it. And then because I had to read it, I had to keep reading. Otherwise, I probably would have put the book away. Yeah. And it, it, it's like, it's it's crazy. And if there's enough time, I'd like to just read a little excerpt from the book. And sure. it says, you yeah. have a wellspring of beautiful energy inside you. When you are open, you feel it. When you are closed, you don't. This flow of energy comes from the depth of your being. Energy doesn't get old. It doesn't get tired and it doesn't need food. What it needs is openness and receptivity. When you close, the energy stops flowing. And that was that is I so profound. That. And when I open up my my brain cells to oh energy just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist so and then there's other books of course that i gladly pass on in an email for for if you want to put them in the show notes maybe for other people that that are interested in here because i have a list but i'm not going into them now because i could tell a story about every, every book that i've read <laughs> Yes, I, I would love that. Please do send those to me. And I, I will say over the course of this podcast, I would say the un, uh, An Untethered Soul, uh, that, that book is probably one of the most recommended books, uh, along with a, a select couple of others. So uh, it's no surprise that, that you mentioned that book. And I, I have not yet to read it, but I, it's, of course, on my list. So when I do, I will let you know what I think. But I, it's just it's been so highly spoken of. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and then my last question for you, Barbara, if you could leave the audience with one call to action, what would that be? It's really get off your butt, live life. It's happening now. And yes, you know, we can't do it alone. Maybe a book helps, maybe an online course helps, maybe a conversation with someone that's been there Dig in to all the resources that we have. Hire a coach if you feel connected with someone. Really make an investment in yourself because that's we can't take anything with us when we leave this earth. But if you are able to live a rich, happy, content, joyful life, Every dollar you spend in it is worth it. And 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 really and do it now and not wait for something to happen. Right. That's what I would that's yes. what I not that, would say, but that's what I said. <laughs> that's incredible advice. And I, I can only I can only second that. I mean it's it's profound and it's it's concise and it, it's perfect if you want to do something just start start taking steps toward it now barbara i thank you again um i love this conversation i love staying connected with you i'm looking forward to doing so again soon if people if other people would like to connect with you what is the best way for them to find you um my website which is empoweryourliving.com and on Instagram, which is empower.your.living. Um, email barbara at empoweryourliving.com. I'm always, you know, open for people that reach out that that want to share something or just want to connect. Like I said, biggest resource for me is the people around. And um, yeah, that's... That's really how you you find me. And if you come to Switzerland, ring me up and we'll go hiking or skiing. Perfect. Awesome. Well, I, I will definitely do so. And I hope other people do as well. Again, thank you so much. And uh, I, I hope that we can we can talk again soon. 
Thank you. And we'll definitely talk. Once again, please join me in thanking Barbara for joining me on the podcast. It has been such a pleasure getting to know her over the last year or two, and I'm so thankful for all of the work she's doing in this world. If you would like to learn more about Barbara and to connect with her, please visit themosaiclifepodcast.com where you can find the full show notes as well as links to connect with her. I again want to thank all of you for your support and your kindness over the last 145 episodes. This podcast truly has been life-changing, life-affirming, and it's been such a great experience for me to have these conversations, and I'm very much looking forward to having the final five over the next month or so. As promised in the beginning, I'll have more thoughts and information in the weeks to come as they develop in my own mind. If you'd like to stay connected with me as life goes on, you can find me on Instagram at Trey Kaufman. I'll be posting more video content there as well as on TikTok at Real Trey Kaufman. Thank you all again so, so much. And until next time, take care, do better, and be well. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.